You are listening to the Business Wilderness, the voice of entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Business Wilderness. My name is Amr Alhuli and I have Mr. Chris with me from the Dream Pushers. They push dreams. Chris, welcome to the show. How are you going, buddy? Uh, very well, thank you, sir. And yourself? Yeah, can't complain, mate. You know that. Nobody, nobody listens. That's <laughs> uh, all right, mate. So, Mr. Chris, let's go back a few years. Where did it all, all begin for you, sir? Um, how far back are we talking, buddy? Go back to high school. High school. Yeah. Troublemaker in uh, <laughs> high school, yeah. So I did um, some of my high school in, in uh, Australia and Sydney, and then and then some in the US. Majority of it in the US. Father worked for Kellogg's, so we moved to the US for a while. Um, some Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and some Iowa, Des Moines, Iowa, and um, yeah, bit of a bit of a rat bag. And then, um, um, but yeah, bit of a novelty too. Uh, Australians don't find themselves at high school in Des Moines, for example, very often. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of cool. Nice. Then, finish high school, yeah. and then where'd you go? High school, and then I went to Australian Academy of Design in, in, um, um, I was in Footscray. And uh, after that, you know, just loved design, always kind of drew as a kid, and then went on to um, Swinburne University of Technology here in Melbourne and did multimedia business marketing. So everything from a little bit of programming, a little bit of digital audio, video, um, 3D animation, everything that was kind of new and uh, across media and then um, and then how to kind of market it. It was pretty cutting edge at the time. And then, uh, and then yeah, moving forward, had no idea what to do out of school. Was they, you know, they give you the education but then tell you what job to get. <laughs> and uh, uh, so I went in, in the traditional traditional role in marketing with Golden Circle Company and you know, iconic kind of Australian company in Brisbane. So another move. And then after that, since then, was only there about a year and a bit. And since then, run my own companies um, ever since then. So, so yeah, completely unemployable. Really. Wow. Give us the journey where where you all began running your own companies. Yep. So the first one was Dream Pushes, um, so a digital agency, and and we had a few interesting clients, you know, Coca-Cola, Amatel being one, and um, Infamous Fashion Label, and a few others. And it was kind of just a side hobby, and um, and you know I. I kind of treated, I didn't, you know, looking back, I just, it was a lifestyle business. I really didn't have any guidance around trying to scale it or, you know, um, um, although I did, you know, I scaled it with kind of um, an offshore team and stuff like that, but never really had a mentor that would say, like, you, you actually have something going here and you could make it big. Um, so kind of tinkering around with this digital agency, creating websites for people, doing some design and then, and then, um, started my real business, uh, a real business with my father about eight, nine years ago, um, a private label lab, 
kind of still in operation now. My brother's running it. Um, where we would import food and beverage, uh, private label meaning we put their brand on it, or we create custom brands and we create custom products for these big companies and sell to wholesale sellers and retailers. Always in the food and beverage space and um, everything from canned tomatoes to tequila we import for um, these major players. And um, um, so that was the first real business I had. Innovation as a service, really. Outsourced innovation, I suppose. Nice. And is that still going? Yeah. So like maybe a year and a half ago, I kind of had enough of it. I wanted to do a change of pace and and um, took some money out and then um, and went on and tried a, a nutrition business. It was a complete flop. Um, vegan, vegan protein stuff. But I was just kind of under-resourced if I uh, look at it in uh, perspective but my brother still kind of runs the private label business and um, and um, yeah maybe I'll get back to it but I just wanted to um, try something different and then um, after the um, my little um, vegan pr- protein business didn't really work we had this really cool bot um, it's called clean stack so the bot's still there so one of this kind of personal trainer in your pocket that would give you your meals and your workouts and everything, and then, you know, your reminders, everything through Messenger. It's just kind of, I like to think, ahead of its time. I don't know. Um, and then it also, you know, suggest a nutrition stack you needed, which were our products. So kind of teaming online to offline and online was, you know, AI kind of powered bot. Um, and I think someone will, will nail a bot that, you know, rather than an app that is your personal trainer, we just didn't do it. Um, so I went full time with, with Startup Grind, which is always kind of on the side. So whilst simultaneously building this big, you know, private label food company, we had clients like Coca Cola, Amatel, BP, Bitvest, Coles were worse. I was building one of Australia's largest startup communities in startup grind so that's and then and then recently went full-time with it as we launched the APAC regional conference in 2018. very nice very nice tell us a bit more about startup grind and your annual conference yeah so startup grind is something i'm truly passionate about and i think anyone that's kind of involved with it is uh it is the world's largest independent startup community you know, 2 million plus entrepreneurs in 600 cities in 125 countries. Um, to put that in perspective, we have a chapter in Kabul, Afghanistan. Wow. Right? Crazy. We have a tra- chapter in Mauritius. You know, we have, we have our second fastest growing region is Africa. We're like massive in Nigeria. Right? So, uh, um, truly global startup community and very passionate about, you know, um, helping local entrepreneurs wherever we are and sharing their stories with the world. You know, Startup Grind is quite big on YouTube. We've got a massive medium channel, um, four or five, last check, um, you know, ahead of Hillary Clinton with our medium. Nice. And um, so I guess mainly a medium, uh, a media company. And, um, and then we have our flagship conference in Silicon Valley once a year where we kind of try to get all our chapter directors together 
and it's all about you know content and bringing the best innovators and game changers from around the world. Uh, a lot of them happen to be in Silicon Valley with your Facebook and Google and Apple and all those. Um, together, I did 8,000 person conference in Silicon Valley. Last year, we have another flagship conference in, in London for Europe and another one in Mexico for uh, Latin America and so Melbourne for APAC. Uh, we are now in 130 plus cities. I always just say plus because we've probably added two since I last um, had a look um, in APAC alone. So we got 30, 30 or so chapters just in China, which is you know incredible kind of penetration wow. for yeah, yeah, and um, so all grassroots stuff, and then um, um, and then this regional conference where we try and bring leaders from from biggest companies around APAC and the US. Australians still like to hear the stories of of the Instagram and Twitters and and Canvas of the world um, to um, uh, um, to Melbourne for APAC. So really cool stuff. Okay, awesome. That, that conference is in December. Let me just quickly plug that. Awesome, awesome. Um, so, startup Brian, from 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 what I've seen, there's some sort of Google affiliation. What's Google's yeah, so, involvement in in startup Brian? Yeah, so Google for startups is our a global partner. Um, used to, we used to be powered by Google for entrepreneurs, but they changed to Google for startups. Now it's in partnership with Google for startups. So they're they're like a global partner and they've been a great partner over many years and it's helped open a lot of doors and kind of fast track the brand of Startup Brian um, with our affiliation with, with Google. And then, um, but then, yeah, we have, we have major partners both global, globally and then on a regional level and then down to a local level. Um, you know, depending on the chapter director, depending on the country, you know, whether we're with, you know, Deloitte, you know, in, in, in New York and maybe you know, PwC and LA or whatever, and then, and then these kind of global ones. Um, wow. Yeah. So lots, lots of partners around the world um, supporting us. Um, so you would have like an overlook or an oversight of what's going on in the in the startup scene in Asia or APAC, I should say. How how have you seen it evolve in recent years? based on, on what you guys have access to? Yeah, I think, look, my, my expertise is particularly around, obviously, the Australian startup scene because I'm here, particularly in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, you know, my the focus on trying to, uh, you know, me to, you know, flag APAC here in Australia is, is, one, because I just think it's a nice path for Australian entrepreneurs to think, you know, start thinking about Asia. We have this kind of uh, romanticism with, you know, heading to the valley and, you know, and then having a multi, you know, multi-billion dollar exit. Sure. And, yeah, and, and, and where, and, and, and obviously that, you know, you kind of have to be, I suppose, in miracle territory for it to happen, but it's just, you know, San Francisco and the Silicon Valley is ultra competitive and you're going to have to fight it out, you know, to get the, you know, grow your team. And if it doesn't quite happen as you pitch it, you know, to your team, they, you know, they're jumping ship to, to, you know, join DoorDash or whatever else is hot in San Francisco. So I just think um, that given our proximity to 
to Asia and, and just massive markets, you know, particularly in Southeast Asia, that is growing like crazy that as Australian companies, we should be thinking about that more and more than the, um, um, you know, the, the, the traditional path to Silicon Valley. So that's what I try and flag in the APAC conference. And then going back to your question, um, you know, what I see, what I know most is, is, is Australia, you know. So um, what was it? What's changed? Yeah, I mean, what, what what have you guys seen change over the last few years? From yeah, where I we were think, to what what we are and what where, where we're heading from your perspective? Yeah. So I think, you know, I've been started growing now, you know, probably going on eight years. And I was, you know, the first chapter on around the same month that Sydney came on. So in terms of our reach in Australia, we're in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide, um, Perth, and now how you know start a regional chapter in Coffs Harbour, and then in New Zealand we're in Auckland. So we're you know we're quite national, but we started with just myself in Sydney around the same time, and um, and there wasn't a lot of meetups, you know. So it was cool. there wasn't a lot of meetups, and and then I think as the as an as a community we're quite guarded about what we did and didn't talk about with what we were working on. And now uh, um, it's, it's thriving. So it's probably the biggest the biggest difference is now you can go to a meetup any night of the week about anything from, you know, prop tech to law tech to robotics in a hardware lab. You know, there's just so much more, um, you know, a diverse range of, of, you know, all these niches popping up and you can just kind of cater to everyone's needs regardless of what you're working on and then having, you know, events around that, which is, you know, internal support network. So that's a big difference. And the second part, you know, that I mentioned was the we're becoming more, you know, I guess it's a US centric thing, uh, but a, a good a good one to adopt where we're now more open to talking about what we're working on. Um, with the aim to kind of improve it as opposed to, oh, yeah, I'm working on something great, but I can't tell you about that because I'm already going to steal it, um, <laughs> which is very kind of Australian thinking at least a while back. So, yeah, changing mindset, I suppose, and then the ability to, like, being open, and then when you open about what you're working on, we can kind of get to work on helping each other, and then the ability that we've just kind of grown and, and matured as an ecosystem through to... Uh, being able to support everyone and everything. Awesome. The future, where do you think the space is heading? The future, the future is Asia, mate. That's what I reckon. Um, and, you know, I think we're in a unique position and this is kind of the way I pitch APAC that Melbourne is pretty much um, dead centre as, as between Silicon Valley and China, right? Nice. Um, yeah. So, you know, APAC hub usually, I guess, has been has traditionally revolved around, say, Singapore, because you had the, the, you know, the, the airport, you know, the hub. Yeah. You know, and people think uh, APAC, they think Singapore as original office, where now it's changing, and and you know, we've got Slack, Zendesk, Deliveroo, um, you know, DoorDash just set up, setting up in Melbourne. All the big major companies, are, at least you know from the US and you know Deliveroo being from the UK, they're thinking 
Australia and, um, you know, to my point, more and more Melbourne nice. um, about that, that's APAC and then servicing um, the region from here, which is really cool. Um, and I can't remember the question now. Oh, the future. Yeah. future. So I think um, the future is bright for Australia, I guess that point was. And then, and then secondly, just that, you know, Given the population growth and the you know the growth of the uh, you know from poverty to middle class and whatnot across Southeast Asia and China, I just think that it's a really exciting markets to think about in Asia and um, and whether we can we can do that you know service it from here or not is a different question. But um, I think I think Asia is the future. Very nice, very very nice, awesome, awesome. All right. Um, give us some details about the startup conference in December. The, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, so we held our first regional conference in APAC in Melbourne, 2018. You know, we had Guy Kawasaki here. We had big venture capitalists, just get Alton from Social Capital, and uh, all the local, you know, the big ones. Over four of the 250 million dollar funds all there: Blackbird, uh, Square Peg. The other two, I can't remember right now. <laughs> um, and, you know, we had the biggest founders from Australia and then the biggest founders coming in from the US. And then we also tried to, you know, bring these, bring big VCs from, from Singapore and Thailand and, you know, and, uh, you know, tick the box on trying to, you know, tell the story about what's happening in Asia, what's happening in Southeast Asia, what's happening in India, um, two, two Australian startups and, and two, and to um, everyone that was coming here. So, you know, if we looked at our attendance, we had, we had, we had big contingencies from Pakistan. We had big contingencies from China really? all coming to Melbourne for this conference. We're aiming to double it this year. We're looking at 3,000 attendees over two days at the Melbourne um, Convention and Exhibition Center, which is our state-of-the-art, high-tech, best venue you get here in Melbourne. Um, so two massive days. It's all content. Um, you know, people trying to help provide content where to help you scale and stories from inspirational founders. There's no one that's going to get up there and try and sell you on a $10,000 course and ask you to run to the back of the room kind of crap. Um, we're nice. just doing two days of stuff that's going to help. You know, so we've got a main stage. We're going to have a second stage that's just around tactical growth. Um, you can bring your laptop and you'll learn some stuff. You know, you can type it in. Um, that's going to be the Microsoft scale-up stage, and we're adding a startup program, which is super cool. So these were tremendously successful in the Valley and then in Europe, where we um, startups can um, pay to exhibit a lot cheaper than the corporates, obviously. And then we will help. Us, you know, they'll, obviously they get to to kind of you know the 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 value of, of all the traffic and the exposure there. But what we do is also team them up with a bunch of investor meetings over those two days. Um, and what we're trying to make, you know, of particular value is that we'll be bringing in VCs from across the region. Um, nice. So not only Australian VCs. And that, that's the, really the value because if you have a half decent business in Australia anyway, it's not that hard to get to the air trees or square pegs or um, rampus areas of the world. Um, but it's a little harder to get to, you know, um, you know, Paul at Digital Ventures in Thailand or, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So we're trying to bring the VCs here. 
and you know, um, and then facilitate that those means that are hard to get, or at least you know, to Europe, to, you know, would require a flight and a lot of work to get. So we'll bring more here, and hopefully get the startups and exhibit some some good results, and just, you know, building some good relationships anyway and exposure. So that, hopefully that covers a good yeah. Get your tickets seven, ninth, and tenth, and come see us, and then. If you got some money, then we'll. You can do it. I think the best one to do would get a VIP ticket because we'll be adding, you know, VIP networking cruises and, and some special perks for those people that can afford those. Um, but yeah, lots of fun. And uh, you coming or what? <laughs> Absolutely awesome, awesome. All right, Mr. Chris, thank you very much. Um, before we let you go, where can we find you online? Yep, just um, at Dream Pushes. Um, that's the easiest one to get me on. Um, no one can spell my name, Chris Turney, but that or just, you know, start growing. Awesome, awesome, ladies and gentlemen. And you can find the city you're in, Melbourne, Sydney, forever, Bogota, Colombia. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chris Joniu from Startup Grind, Dream Pushers, whatever you want. The man's everywhere. Thank you very much for joining me on the Business Wilderness. Thanks, buddy. Catch. You are listening to the Business Wilderness, the voice of entrepreneurs.